It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's going on, guys? Delonte Daniels and A. Oliver back at you with another Locked On Wizards podcast episode. Today's show, we got to talk about the Wizards and their performance against the Memphis Grizzlies. It shouldn't really be a surprise to any of us. I mean, we probably hope that they will fight, but they didn't. So let's get back into it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, guys? Back with another Locked On Wizards podcast episode. I want to thank you all for making Locked On Wizards your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Well, Ed, the Wizards took a 115-95 L to the Memphis Grizzlies. You know, you would have hoped that the Wizards came out with more fight after the 35-point debacle and have some time off to really think. You know, they West Sunsell said they watched the whole half, second half of that game. I think the most interesting thing, you know, to come out of this game is start lineup change. Thomas Bryant starts. Daniel Gafford grabs a DNP and the Wizards get out rebounded 60 to 37. And Steven Adams has 10 offensive rebounds. And what was your main takeaways? Uh, it was just that. I thought we got bullied. I, I thought we got out tough. Uh, we got dominated. And uh, you think about the quotes from Bradley Bill talking about it, agendas. You talk about, you listen to the quote from Spencer Dinwiddie and it, and it poured out onto the court. Um, you know, Wizards insider reported saying that the guys feel like the prisoners running an asylum and it shows, it shows not starting or Daniel Gaffer not playing at all is inexcusable. That's a, that's a main takeaway for me. Um, a guy who is our, one of our better, who probably is our best rebounding big and our best rim protector by far. He doesn't play and Steven Adams dominates, gets 10 offensive rebounds. Like you said, Thomas Bryant, I like Thomas Bryant a lot, but he got two quick fouls as well. Um, so it really wasn't much of a change. I, I didn't like the the coaching. I didn't like the uh, substitution to the point where you have to sit Gafford the whole game. I think we deserve to lose if, if you make a coaching move like that or make a substitution like that. I don't know if it's Wes Unsell Jr. making the decision or Tommy Shepard or if we're still trying to showcase guys. Well, we're not doing a good job showcasing guys because we're getting blown out. Even if we are trying to showcase guys, they're not really showing much to put up their trade value. So it's, it's a lose-lose in the situation. Um, Steven Adams took advantage of that and, and got 10 offensive rebounds. Just as a whole, they had 60 rebounds. We got out toughed. John Morant got to the basket every single time. And when we did try to stop him, he was knocking down his threes too. Uh, he had Montrose Harrell mm-hmm. on the isolation twice, and he pulled up and hit two threes that were back-breaking threes when we actually did make some kind of runs to come back to cut it like 15. It was like every time we cut it to like 15, 16, 17, we were down by like 28 at one point or 27. Um, John Moran hit big shots, you know, and then they, he would come down and did a windmill dunk and did the cabbage patch. Uh, we just don't, we didn't have a lot of pride on defense. Uh, it was terrible. Uh, didn't rebound the ball at, at all. Couldn't get stops. 
They the, the Grizzlies had 10 blocks. They, it was a game where they just bullied us. They looked like a varsity team. We looked like a JV team. And we looked like a bunch of guys that are on different different um, agendas or just – we didn't look like a basketball team. There's zero chemistry mm-hmm. right now. Um, you can just tell something's off in the locker room right now. And Bradley Bill, nine points. You know, you're a guy that's eligible for a max or super max, the five-year, $245 million deal, and Tommy Shepard wants to build around Bradley Bill. It's some stuff that both these guys got to look in the mirror. Tommy Shepard has to make some big decisions before this trade deadline. You know, are you really going to build around Bradley Bill? And I like Brad. I'm thankful for the things that he did. You know, when we made it to the second round a couple times, 2016, 27, or 2015, 2014, sweeping the Raptors but I mean is he a number one he's proven that he's not a number one he's a good player but he's just not a number one nine points two for 11 from the field it's inexcusable man and there was a play where you know somebody threw a pass I think Thomas Bryant threw the ball to him and he caught the ball with one hand and and John Moran or Desmond Bain just took it down for an easy layup so it's plays like that that just kind of just show that we just we're lacking in leadership right now and, and guys are just on a different page nobody's playing together right now yeah and I mean, you talk about leadership, and you go to the tweet um, from Chase Huge with Spencer Dinwiddie, and I mean, he said he spoke up a little bit earlier in the season, and it wasn't necessarily welcome. So it seems like guys try to be leaders, but I don't know if guys just don't want to listen to it. I'm not sure, but my thing with the Daniel Gafford situation is criminal. It don't make any sense. The Wizards pay a guy to just then bench him, cut his minutes, and give them DMPs. It doesn't matter. Like Chase said in the last episode, it doesn't matter, it seems, if he is not performance-based because in the Clippers game, he started off strong and still didn't get any playing time, really. So it's not a performance-based thing. I I don't understand. Wes Unsell Jr. said he wants a two-man rotation, and he feels as if Thomas Bryant and Montrezl Harrell are the two best bigs to give him the best result. We've seen during the stress of Daniel Gafford getting 11 minutes, that this is not the case. I don't understand why they're forcing this. I do not understand it when it's right in front of their face. Daniel Gafford isn't, you know, he has his flaws, but still one of the best rebounders on the team, one of the best shot blockers on the team. And you just refuse to give him minutes because you want to see Thomas Bryant in the starting lineup. How, when I seen the Wizards struggling, I did not look at, Daniel Gafford and say, oh, yeah, he's the guy that's causing all the issues. He's the guy that needs his minutes cut. He's the guy that's causing the Wizards defensive problems. How do you look at the Wizards team on film and and the numbers? When some of the best lineups have Daniel Gafford in them, how do you look at the numbers and decide and come to the decision? Daniel Gafford shouldn't play. How in the world do you come to that decision? It makes no sense. It makes zero sense. And as far as the showcasing stuff, it's stupid because you're losing. So why are you playing guys to showcase them if that's the case when you're losing games? What do you think? You could just trade them and then flip a switch and you start winning now? Come on, man. It, it makes no sense. The Daniel Gaffer thing, that's really what I was locked in on because it, it, it just shocked me because the Wizards were embarrassed on the boards. Ten offensive rebounds to one man. Usually 10 offensive rebounds, that's like as a team. You gave up 10 offensive rebounds to one man. That is insane. I don't think the Wizards have ever gotten dominated this badly on the boards. I don't remember. Maybe I got to really go back and look through every single game, but I don't remember them almost losing a rebound battle by 30 rebounds almost. 
I mean, it's, it's insane, bro. Daniel Gafford was not the move to make to be to the bench. Was not the move to make. Hey, we've been talking about and fans have been talking about Spencer Dinwiddie to the bench. They put Daniel Gafford on the bench. What are these? What are the, what is the team watching? What are the coaches watching, eh? Yeah, that's why. And I, I hate to say it, but I, I tweeted out, man, West Elso Jr. <clears throat> excuse me, is no better than Scott Brooks at the moment because Scott Brooks did the same thing with Daniel Gafford not playing him. And he's not sitting down Spencer Dinwiddie, who is a matador on defense, letting guys go by him. And he's not shooting the ball well. Once again, another 30% shooting game, three for 10 from the field. I mean, he's just not providing much. He's not providing much at all. And he, he still looks slow. He tried to dunk on somebody. He got blocked. And then the Grizzlies went down and did a windmill dunk with John Moran. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just don't know why Daniel Gaffer's the scapegoat. It makes zero sense to me. And they had 60 points in the paint to R37. <sighs> So it, it just makes a, no sense right now. Um, and I, I like Wes Unsell Jr. a lot, but it's just mental, it's simple, easy things. You look at the you look at Tyron Lue with the Clippers when we lost, when we gave up the the the, the, the Clippers collapse, as I call it, mm-hmm. the debacle. Tyron Lue sat down guys that weren't productive. He doesn't care about names, contracts, what what you've done in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, Reggie Jackson is an established player. He got benched. Eric Bledsoe's been in the league for years, he got benched. He put in coffee. He put in Luke Kennard. He put in Scrub, Jay Scrub, guys who have been perennial in and out of the league, G League, second year, rookie year guys. And they went out, Isaiah Hardenstein, instead of um, Zubac, who's an established guy in the league who's played in the playoffs multiple times. And Wes Unsell Jr. right now, he's got to get control of the locker room. It looks like there's zero control in the locker room. It does look like players are running. And honestly, you know, I know the term – which is a general term like leader being a leader of men right now, West Coast Jr. got his first tech of the season. I'm not saying go out there and get a whole bunch of texts, but you know, we haven't seen crazy emotion from him. I'm not saying he needs to be a rah, rah, you know, not everybody's like a rah, rah type of coach. Right. But we, I just don't see that from him. I don't see it from Joseph Blair. I don't see it from the assistant coaches. I don't really see them getting into guys. And with these veterans like this, you cannot let them, be on their own thing. You know, Davies Berton's getting DNP now. Everybody's just, you know, just the rotations are just wacky right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Howell Neto, Aaron Holiday could have played. I heard the Grizzlies announcer said, why isn't Gaffer playing? Why isn't Neto playing? We just needed something different from the point guard position. And right now it's 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 on everybody. Nobody, nobody is is innocent. West Hansen Jr. Mm-hmm. has not coached well ever since the 10 and 3 start. Bradley Bill has not played well really for the majority of the season. He does not deserve to be an all-star. Mm-hmm. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie has been underwhelming when they both played when him and Brad play together. It's just a debacle right now. Look, they look yeah. bad and they're out of the playing game right now. They're out of the playing game. They are the 11th seed. The Hawks are playing good ball. They're on a what, five, six game winning streak. The yeah, Knicks are playing yeah. good ball. And the Knicks, the Knicks might be a better team than the Wizards. The, the Knicks are struggling too. So, you know, Bradley Bill, he's talking about playing game being a disappointment. I heard you talk about it too. And yeah, we, we might not even make the playing game, what he said in the interview. So, um, it's just bad. We lost, we literally lost by 20 points. It could have been worse than that, to be honest with you. But yeah, they, I don't think this roster is not going to get it done. They're going to have to make mm-hmm. trades. If they do want to win, they're going to have to make trades. Mm-hmm. And I told Chase, I said, Hey, we need to go, we need to go big or go home. What I meant is either we need to be buyers or sellers. That's what I really meant to say. I said, Go big or go home. And you know, he said they might make like a lateral move, like a Robert Covington tri- yeah, type trade yeah. or something like that. I just disagree with Chase on that, but he knows something. He probably knows more than what we do. He's been around Tommy Shepard, and that sounds like a Tommy Shepard move, a Dorian Finney-Smith type mm-hmm. move, but he needs to either be a buyer of Sabonis 
or sell and and Brad Brad might have to be on his way out here too, man, because the leadership is lacking and nine points, zero points in the first quarter. And you look at a guy like John Morant comes out there and he he he's attacking from the get go. It, it's just we we the team is bad right now. We're we're not a playing yeah. game. We're not a playing team. We're not a we're not a playing team. We're not a playoff team. We're not a playing team. Either. Yeah. I mean, coming into the season, they said they didn't want to be a playing team, so you won't be a playing team as it stands right now. So congratulations, Wizards. But we do have a message from our friends, guys, over at Built Bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you'll want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky or waxy or taste like a chemical spill, you want to eat healthy, but it just gets so boring. By week three, you might be thinking, this is just not worth it. Where's the chocolate? Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Here's an idea for the new year. Go to your all-secret treat stashes at home in the pantry and at the office or wherever. Throw all the sugary or calorie-filled treats and replace them with Built Bars. So when you're craving a snack or treat, you can reach for something that's healthy and tastes incredible. There's so many flavors to choose from. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and many more. In fact, Built Bar is always coming out with new limited time flavors. So check out Built.com often to see what's new. The offer is to go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Also, guys, once again, I want to make you thank you for making Locked On, which is your first listen. The NBA trade deadline is Thursday, February 10th at 3 p.m. Eastern time. And the Locked On NBA podcast will be covering it live from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Join Kim Becker, John Corrales, and Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to get analysis of every blockbuster move. Subscribe to Locked On NBA YouTube and turn your notifications on so you know when they go live. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So I was thinking about this because I found it funny. I found it funny how Bradley Bill was talking about agendas and everything like that. It seems like the Wizards, like front office or coaches, have their own agenda against Daniel Gafford, which I just think is hilarious right now. So, one, that's funny to me. Two, as far as the going big or going home, I just don't see a move out there right now, even if you get a bonus. I just don't see a move right now where you turn your season around. I don't. They don't have the – I just don't see it. And it's hard to just completely – flip your roster over and turn your whole roster over and bring a bunch of new guys in and be successful. 
in that year. I mean, everybody is is turning towards draft mode. I'm gonna be honest. I've been hitting the sim button on Tankathon to try to get the number one pick for the Wizards. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, I'm, I, I'm with you too. I, yeah. I mean, I don't see getting some bonuses. It makes the team better, but it's not gonna make us. It will probably get us into playing. But if that's your goal, then you know that's really not a good goal. So uh, I, I I am with you with that. I just feel like you know we can't make a lateral move like a, a Robert Covington or a Dorian mm-hmm. Finney Smith. I mean, maybe just to get some guys out of here because it looks like some guys just are ready to go. Yeah, that they just don't want to be here. Um, so if you just want to move guys just because they don't want to be here, oh yeah, I'm all for that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you look at the comments from Spencer Dinwiddie and. You look at players' comments all year. It's just this team is is they don't seem like they. I mean, not even seem. I don't think they like each other as that much. You know, you got feel like you got your clicks. You know, Bill and KCP's tight, and I, I don't know who else is what. But I, I'm telling you, I wouldn't be surprised at all. As after some guys get traded, you start hearing some stories come out. I mean, honestly, yeah. that it seems like this kind of year in that kind of locker room. Where guys are gone, and then you start hearing the chatter of what went on in the locker room. You start hearing the rumors. It just seemed like a bunch of guys with egos. I mean, Spencer Dinwiddie said he tried to speak up. They said, chill out. We don't want to hear that from you, apparently. Mm. I I guess. So it seemed like you got a quote here. Yeah, it says, it's an interesting situation. I spoke up a little bit earlier on the season. It wasn't necessarily welcomed. And so, like I said, I try to do whatever is asked of me. At the end of the day, Everybody has a role to play. Yeah, everybody has a role to play, but the issue is nobody seems to know their role. I mean, everybody does have a role, but the Wizards have yet to find out what guys' roles are. The Wizards are still trying to figure out things that should have been done in games 20. You know, we're in game 50, and they still don't know who is what role is what, who should be doing what, who should be playing what. We're figuring out rotations in game 50. It's about to be the trade deadline. And you're figuring out roles and rotations. You don't have an identity. What are we doing? I, I mean, I, and I always say this about the Wizards. What are we doing? I feel like I say that almost every time I talk about these guys. Because I don't know what Wes is doing. I don't know what Tommy is doing. I don't know what the players are doing. I, I, I just don't understand the direction of this organization. It's so murky to me. I have no idea what they're trying to accomplish this season. Right. I don't. Right. Yeah. I, I, I want to say we're on a five game losing streak right now. It looks like we could continue the losing streak. We got the Bucks on Tuesday night on TNT. Uh, we got yeah. some juggernauts, the Suns. So this road trip, man, <laughs> before the trade deadline. Oh, my goodness. It, yes. it could be we could be way below 500. I don't see how Tommy could really look at the situation and be like, hey, let's keep Bradley Bill and let's pay mm-hmm. him five years, 245 million. I just don't I just don't understand. But like I said, it's not our decision. You know, I'm not the GM, so I, I just don't know. But man, just from a playing style too, like they they just they they got bullied. No no energy really. I mean, the no. offensive rebounds and the points in the paint tell a story. I mean, there's there's really not much to say about the game. I mean, it was yeah, just, it was that's, just awful. That's why I'm not really breaking down yeah. the game because it's the same <laughs> thing. Like I mean, you if you can't if you get embarrassed, Jason Tatum dropped 51 points on right. your head, getting a round of applause to come in and drop that right. 50 off the bench, getting his name chanted in your arena. If you're not embarrassed enough by that, you then blow a 35-point lead to Amir Coffey and Luke Kennard, second largest NBA comeback history in history. If you're and you have multiple days off, 
to think about that, reflect right. on that. You watch the whole half in the film session. You come back and get embarrassed. In the first quarter, told us all we need to know. 30 to 15 was the end of the first quarter. That is all Wizards fans needed to see to know what this team was about. Mm -hmm. No fight, no heart, no dog. And then go into press conference and use their little buzzwords. This is embarrassing. This is comical. We show no fight. We're showing no effort. We got to care. Our care factor is low. It's the same stuff. This team needs to be done. I, I mean, it's really bad, man. It, it mm. is really bad. I will ask you this, Ed. Are you on the ending the bill era train? Are you are you done? Are, are you done? How are you feeling? If it was last week and they were like, okay, we're just going to go buy. We're going to make a move for... The only, uh, you know, I keep saying it's a bonus, but that's the only guy out there because Jeremy Grant doesn't move the needle. Um, but yeah, basically, yeah, I'm ready to move on. I think it is time to see what we can do. I think it's time to see what Denny can do because if you're if you're in win now mode, you're not able to see what Denny can really do because Denny's not getting enough minutes to really develop. You know, he did play 26 minutes, but he really should be getting 30 minutes a game. He's your ninth pick of the draft. Mm -hmm. uh, Rui, I think it's time to take the minute restriction off. Let him play. Let let Denny make mistakes. He's going to miss layups. He missed layups. He got blocked a couple times against the Grizzlies as well. So let him go out there and make some mistakes. He can't really go out there and make mistakes like that right now with this roster. Same thing with Rui. Let him go out there and do his thing, make some mistakes. Um, Corey Kispert, let him see what he can do. He's not. He's he, he's up and down, hot and cold. Got to let these young guys develop, honestly, and see what they can do. Um, unfortunately, Bradley Bill, his trade value is going down because he's shooting a career low in three-point percentage. He's <laughs> Averaging a career high in turnovers, and he's just, yeah. you know, he's getting outplayed. You know, and Jason Tatum, you bring that up too. I just don't like every time Jason Tatum comes to town, he gets outplayed most of the time because and, Jason Tatum, he's doing buddy buddy, laughing, he wants, smiling. He wants with to him. guard him when he can't right. guard him. There should be no reason Bradley Bill's guarding Jason Tatum. He gets cooked every single time. <laughs> every single time. Why is Bradley Bill so adamant on guarding? Or whoever the coaches are so adamant on him guarding Jason Tatum. He cannot check him. He never right. has been able to. He's that's why Jason Tatum always cooks the Wizards. Always. Right. They have mm -hmm. nobody to guard the guy. And they be put throwing last year they threw Russ and Brad on him and they got cooked. Yeah. It's as well. And that yeah, was. I mean, outside of that, I, well, I mean to answer your question, yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off, but yeah, I'm I'm ready to move on. I think yeah. um I would I would call the Celtics. Maybe if Jalen Brown wants to move, Jalen, if they want to move on for Jalen Brown, then you can let the two best buddies play together and then, you know, they can talk about the St. Louis story all they want. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I would explore every trade option. Like there was a tweet came out, it was Zach Lowe, if I'm not mistaken. I think, yeah, Zach Lowe saying that everybody on the Wizards is available for trade except for Bradley Bill. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that came out Friday or the same day as the game on Saturday. And so Tommy Shepard, man, him and Wes. Uh, Tommy Shepard, man, he, he he's gonna he needs to look in the mirror. He needs to make some decisions. Look at his schedule, man. Like you drafted Rui, you drafted Denny. Are you gonna are you gonna let these guys grow, or are they are they gonna be a part of the trade package to make Bradley Bill happy and, and try to compete with Bradley Bill? So that's the decision he's got to make, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, and I mean, I'm done. I'm over it. I, I'm mm -hmm. I'm personally over it too. And it's I think it's just hilarious. I don't know. I forgot what year we are in this Bradley Bill era. I mean. <laughs> the Wizards were expected to be a playoff contender, you know, improving from off of last year. And you go from that and all this supposedly building up to build around Brad 
to saying everybody's available. Just out, I'm willing to trade everybody except for Brad. And this is supposed to be the season that the team's supposed to be, they're expected to be good. You know, they they expect themselves to be playoff contenders. It's embarrassing. They keep failing to build this team and put them on the correct path. I mean, and, you know, you think to yourself, man, am I really ready to be like the Rockets or the Thunder and have that really young team that be winning 18 games and 20? At this point, man, I'd rather do that than have my hopes up and be like, oh, we should be on paper. We look pretty good. We should be pretty good and be garbage. I mean, we're in the lottery anyway every year. <laughs> we end up in the lottery with the ninth pick. What's the difference between having a better chance at having the one pick? Right. We're, if we're going to be in the lottery, regardless, why not blow it up and continue to be in the lottery? I, I just I just don't understand it. I mean, in regards outside of last year when they made the playoffs, but still, before that, lottery guys. Right. I mean, and it's looking like they'll be back in the lottery again. So I'm ready. Shoot, let me see the youngins. Let me see the youngins at this at this point because the vets ain't giving us nothing to look at. Call Kyrie Walker up. Shoot. Yeah, some G League guys. Uh, Isaiah Todd unfortunately did get suspended. If you guys didn't mm-hmm. hear about that, uh, we don't have any information, but it was due to contract de- contract de- detrimental to the team. But yeah, the Daniel Gafford thing is it's just a head scratcher. It's just showing how yep. bad um, the disconnect between the front office and the coaching staff, or you, we don't know if they're joined if they're together and making that decision. But that decision, it's making me lose faith in, in Wes and in Tommy as well. It's making me lose yeah. faith in both those guys. Um, Bradley Bill, once again, is he's just not a number one. He's a number two or a number three. Um, number one's in the league. Like I said, I forgot to say Kevin Durant, but Kevin Durant's a number one. Giannis, LeBron, Steph, Kawhi, you know, you guys get the point. Yeah. But Bradley Bill, he's just not in that tier. He's not in that category. Great player, great scorer. He's not even being a good, good scorer this year, but – Great score, very talented, but he's not a guy that you build a team around. And I really hope Tommy Shepard um, wakes up and makes a move, man. Either go big or go home with this. You know, if you really do believe in Bradley Bill, then go ahead and make some big moves, sure, whatever. But, you know, these next yeah. five, if we go on a five-game losing streak and it's a 10-game losing streak, then you, you need to blow it's, it up and start over. It's, I mean, like I said, that 10-3 and three start boosted this team's record so much because they are way worse than 23 and 26. They are not a three-game below 500 team. Mm. This is like a 10-game below 500 team right now. They right. are terrible. The Wiz- the Washington Wizards are terrible. They're a terrible <laughs> team. And, I mean, Bradley Bill, he got 12 assists. He's having to be the point guard when the yeah. Wizards thought they got their point guard. Right. And he has to pr- try to also be a point guard on top of a score, which he's struggling to do. So that makes it even worse. Just, oh my goodness, this team is terrible. Yeah, and I'll I'm give, ready for I'll it give, to be done. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm done. Yeah, I'll give Kuzma some credit. He did some. He, yeah, definitely. The turnovers were awful. We had a lot mm-hmm. of unforced errors. We were very sloppy with the basketball too. That that's one mm-hmm. thing that made me upset as well. Is just not even getting dominated on the boards. But we threw a lot of cross court passes. Montrez was throwing cross court passes. Dinwiddie, Kuz had a terrible shacked in a full type turnover before the end of having mm-hmm. to do like a jump in the air and spin and just threw it up in the air. Um, it was com it was comical, like you said, it was comical, it, not in a good way, but it was comical. John Moran doing a cabbage patch on you. Um, yeah. Kyle Kuzma was the only positive light, 30 points. He's the only guy that showed some effort and some heart out there. And other than that, that's that's it, man. Um, yeah. Aaron Holiday came in and scored, but 
Dinwiddie needs to be benched, man. Like, I, I'm going to lose a little bit of, you know, confidence, even more confidence in the, yeah. the coaches half if they don't move Dinwiddie to the bench either. Because if you're going to move, if you're, if you're going to scapegoat Daniel Gaffer for energy, yes, it's, it's kind of a it's kind of a weak move in my opinion. Like, you know, Dinwiddie's not playing well, so why is not why is Dinwiddie not being demoted or coming yes. off? Yes, what what kind of president are you setting for the team when guys who are struggling? are continuing to get playing time because they're paid. But guys who are playing good and hustle and bring energy are getting benched. What president are you setting? I I just, it it makes me, every time I think about Gaffer being benched, I get more angry because it makes no sense. Spencer Dinwiddie, why why can't you try to see Aaron Holiday in there? Maybe let's give him some time with a starting lineup and see how it goes. Why is it Daniel Gaffer? Why is it Daniel Gaffer? I just, I don't understand what the Wizards are trying to do this season. I really do not understand it, man. They got a bunch of guys running around out there doing whatever, playing rec ball in the gym. I don't get it. They just out there running around. So I have no expectations for them to figure it out. I have no hope that they'll figure it out. If you weren't team blow it up after the Celtics game. I'm pretty sure that's Clippers game did it for you. If it wasn't the Clippers game and you were like, man, let's see how they come out. I think they could win. Maybe they'll show some fight. No, they didn't. That Grizzlies game should solidify it for you. I'm done with this team. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out on them. Right. Yeah. No prior. Like you said, no prior after, after losing at home. So, I mean, we can just look at the next five games mm-hmm. tomorrow, guys, we're going to finish up the mailbag questions that you guys had that we didn't get to. Mm-hmm. Um, but they play the Bucks on Tuesday night on TNT. Um, the Bucks are a top <laughs> five seed or a top six seed. We played the Sixers with Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. Then we played the Suns with Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Then we played the Miami Heat with Jimmy Butler, another Good playoff luck. team. Then we played the Nets again at home, um, another playoff team on TNT. So we have two nationally televised games. Good luck. Um, and we played the Kings after that. The Kings, we lost to the Kings. Mm-hmm. So then we played the Pistons. We barely beat the Pistons. So. Good luck. Yep. Good yeah. luck, man. Giannis is going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Probably Chris Middleton as well. Maybe right. even Drew Holiday. But definitely Giannis, we know that. And B is going to kill him. We know that. Chris Paul is going to put on a point guard master class. What right. the Washington Wizards wish they had. Uh, Devin Booker, he probably, he's he been hot. Probably will go off on you. Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo is going to eat up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brooklyn, we, are, we already seen what Kyrie did to us. Right. <laughs> um, Mm-hmm. Even the Kings, man. Tyrese Halliburton's been a beast. I yeah, see, yeah. and a lot of fans are talking about him, them not drafting Tyrese Halliburton. It's it's a lot, man. It's a lot, but mm-hmm. this is I'm out on this team, bro. I'm you out? <laughs> are you are you still holding on hope, or are you out? Because I'm, I'm out. I'm, yeah, I'm, uh, it's I'm tough out. because I was like, man, we could win 50 wins, so they they could put me on old takes exposed. That's what they could put me on that, uh, but. I, I'm, you know, I'm gonna be semi-optimist. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna wait and see more, but I know I, I do see. I think in the next five games, I'll bet one and four. I'm gonna say one and four. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Best, they, they, yeah, they got to give me a reason to not be out after that performance against the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. After that embarrassment against the Clippers, I'm out, man. I, I need. I want to support a team that fights. If right, you ain't, go, right. if you're not gonna be good, like mm-hmm. if you're not a good team, at least fight. That's the least you can do. Right, the yeah. Wizards aren't good, and they don't fight. Mm-hmm. Recipe for disaster, and I can't really truly be invested in a team like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's one thing to be bad. 
It's another thing to be bad and just not care and look like you don't care. And mm-hmm. I don't care how much you say you care because when everybody looks at the film after the game and people post clips on Twitter, the players look like they don't care. <laughs> I mean, right. So, I mean, any final thoughts there before we wrap it up here? No, you just hit the nail on the head. I mean, they look like they're everybody's an individual. It is like the 2018 Austin Rivers, Dwight Howard, Jeff Green, one year mm-hmm. contracts, expiring contract deals. A lot of a lot of that right now. It just looks like that, and we we had to blow that team up. So, yep, uh, we're looking at we're staring that team in the face right now. That's what we are. Yep. man. Well, guys, that's all we had for you today. Let us know how you feel. Are you feeling similar to us? Because I I think you guys are. But (laughs) I want to thank you guys once again for making Locked On, which is your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Well, guys, a couple days off. We'll do a mailbag, take a mental break from the Wizards. You know, we got like two days off from them, and then they instantly just <laughs> messed our mental up again, made us mad again. So we can use the break again because really take it, take it, take it easy, guys. Take it easy, yeah. man. Listen to the mailbag. We got yeah. you. <laughs> All right, you guys. Hail to the Wizards. Make sure you guys subscribe on YouTube and hit the notification bell. Peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.